0: G-Wiz. Happy New Year, friends. Welcome to this series of old-time radio show episodes called G-Wiz. These are the stories of the schemes, trials, and loves of the typical American teenagers, Andy Hardy, Archie Andrews, and Henry Aldridge. Travel with me back to 1948 with some advice from Betty Barclay. When the lady of the house gets the cook's doldrums, it's high time she turns some of the work over to the other members of the family. Children love to try their hand at cooking, especially desserts. And even dad can whip up a good supper occasionally. A good idea might be to start a file of family recipes. Easy ones, such as coconut macaroons. Two-thirds of a cup sweetened condensed milk. A quarter teaspoon of salt. One teaspoon of vanilla. A half a can of canned shredded coconut. A half a cup of wheat meal. Two egg whites stiffly beaten. Combine milk, salt, vanilla, coconut, and cereal. Fold into egg whites. Drop from teaspoon on greased baking sheet. Bake in moderate oven, 350 Fahrenheit, 15 minutes or until done makes 20 macaroons here's our episode of the aldridge family from december 30th 1948.
1: the aldridge family based on characters originated by clifford goldsmith and starring ezra stone as henry with jackie kelk as homer
2: henry henry aldrich coming mother
1: <laughs> The Aldrich family. Most of us remember our teenage as something that was always bright and shiny and rather wonderful. But to Henry Aldrich, who is right in the middle of his teenage, life is not always that attractive. The scene opens in the Aldrich living room. It is the afternoon of the last day of the year.
3: You are, Father? You really are?
4: Certainly, Mary. May I ask what's so unusual about taking your mother to a masquerade on New Year's Eve?
3: But, Father, did you know that people dance at masquerades?
4: Certainly I know. Oh. What do you mean, oh? Oh.
2: Nothing. Mary! I'll be right back, Father. All right, Mary. Take your time. Where are you, Mother? Uh, In the dining room. And dear, I was just wondering how you and Kermit were going to spend this evening. Didn't I tell you, Mother? Oh, my goodness, I'm so thrilled. Really? I guess Kermit's just about the most thoughtful person in the whole world. (laughs) My, where's he taking you? No place. No place? He's (laughs) just coming over here, where we can be all by ourselves with just each other. What? Isn't that thoughtful of him? Well... Yes, dear, of course Goodness, when I think of all the poor girls whose boyfriends Can't think of anything better to do than throw their money around and, and never get a romantic thought in their lives My, doesn't your heart bleed for them? It certainly does, Mary And I know just how you feel Your father was always very thoughtful that way, too
3: <laughs>
2: Did you know he's planning on actually dancing tonight? Dear, your father's been dancing for 25 years. That's what I mean. Wouldn't you think he'd get tired? <laughs> oh, my goodness, I never thought of that. I wonder... Excuse me, Mary. Oh, Sam, do you think I should bake something for Kermit? As long as you stick to macaroons, Mary.
4: Alice, I'm trying to read.
2: I know, dear, but I just got to thinking about... About what? Sam, are you sure you want to go to that masquerade tonight?
4: Of course I'm sure. Why do you ask?
2: Well, it's just... Are you sure you aren't getting tired? Tired? After all these years?
4: Tired, Alice. These years with you have been the happiest of my life.
2: What? Dear, I'm talking about the masquerade.
4: Oh. Well, Alice, when you first mentioned the masquerade, I may not have been too enthusiastic, but now I'm really looking forward to it.
5: You are, dear? Not only
4: that, I promised I'd take you, and Alice, when I give my word, I keep it.
5: Oh, Father! Yes,
4: Henry, I'm in the living room trying to read.
2: You go right on with your reading, Sam. It's nice and restful for you. What's that? Father,
6: I've turned the whole house upside down, and you're my last hope. I am. Gee whiz, do you know where my shin pads are? Your shin
4: pads? What do you want them for? I'm
6: taking them to the hockey game tonight, Father, and have them autographed. I'm
4: afraid I haven't seen them, son.
6: You haven't? By the way, Father, what are you planning on wearing tonight?
4: I don't know yet, Henry. Mr. and Mrs. Brown are looking after the costumes.
6: You're wearing a costume? Certainly. You are, Father? You really are?
4: Yes, I am, and I'm also going to dance.
6: You are? I am. You're going to dance at a thing like a hockey game? What? Well, yeah, you know, the game you promised you'd take me to tonight. When did I promise a thing like that? Why, just before Christmas, Father, when you couldn't take me to that basketball game you promised. Well, yes, and you but... said the very next time there was a hockey game, no matter if the world came to an end, we'd go.
4: Yeah. Well, Henry. Henry, I just want you to know that there's nothing I'd rather do than take you to that hockey game.
6: Boy, isn't it lucky I reminded you? Yes. Especially since I already turned down three different New Year's Eve parties.
4: Oh, you did?
6: Sure. And none of the kids would believe me when I told them how my father thought enough of me to... Henry. ...to turn over the entire end of his old year to me. <laughs> Henry, Henry, would you excuse me a
2: minute? Sure, Father. Alice! Yes, Sam? Alice. Dear, the Browns didn't phone, did they? The Browns? They said they'd get all the costumes, and my goodness, it's the middle of the afternoon now.
4: Alice, uh, Alice, I just got a wonderful idea.
2: You did, dear?
4: Why don't we put on our coats and hats, say, uh, next Saturday night, and go down to the mansion house for dinner?
2: Why, Sam.
4: And go dancing afterwards. You know, really make a night of it.
2: Sam, you dear. You'd like that? Like it? Why, Sam, I'd adore it. Fine.
4: Then, Alice... And, uh,
2: dear, I think you get more thoughtful every day. Well... My goodness, how many husbands realize how tired we wives get eating our own cooking all the time?
4: Alice, what I had in mind was that we would do that in place of going to the masquerade tonight.
2: But, dear, I've been looking forward to this
4: masquerade. Well, well, look, Alice, why don't we make a night of it not just next Saturday, but every Saturday night in the year? What? You know, make a regular date of it.
2: My goodness!
4: Instead of going to the masquerade tonight.
2: Well, naturally, Sam, if you're feeling your age, of course I won't drag you out.
4: Alice, I am not feeling my age.
2: Well, dear, suddenly you do look awfully haggard. Mother, I can't find the coconut! I'll look for it, Mary. But, Alice... Uh...
4: Oh, Henry.
2: Yes,
4: Father? Uh, Henry, you know, Henry, when I wasn't able to take you to that basketball game... Yes, sir. Well, I was a very good example of the way things have been in 1948. But not next year. No? No, sir. Next year, son, is going to be a big change. You and I are going to be closer.
6: We are? We are. Gee, that's swell, Father. And boy, what a swell way to start the new year off. Going to a hockey game together.
4: Well, this is still 1948, Henry. Why start a new regime tonight? Why not start it, say, any night next week that you name? Next? Well, sure, but... And we'll go out on the town and have the time of our lives. We will? Absolutely. Even if... Even if...
6: Even if the world comes to an end? Uh, yes. Well, sure, that's okay, Father.
4: Fine. Now you're sure, are you, son? Sure, sure that that's what you'd rather do. I mean, I don't want to appear to be forcing you into anything.
6: No, it's okay, Father.
4: After all, hockey is rather a strenuous form of amusement for a man of my age. Well, I mean... Sure, Father, I understand. You really do?
6: Well, I'll find somebody younger to go with. But Homer... Are you still there? Sure. Well, how about it?
7: Nothing doing,
6: Henry. But look, Homer, who really wants to go to Willie's party on New Year's Eve? I do. Gee, you sit around, play stupid games, wear your feet out dancing, and watch a lot of dumb girls watching you to see if you're watching them. What? But boy, you go to a hockey game, see, and there are all these swell players, and there's this little piece of rubber. Sure,
7: and all they do is chase it
6: around. Homer, they do a lot more than that. Boy, They trip up each other with their sticks and push each other into the sideboards. Sometimes a player even lands in your lap. In my lap? Sure. No kidding. Sure. I'd rather go to the party. But, Homer. Then you can go to the
7: hockey game.
6: All by myself?
7: Sure. Just think you'd have one seat to sit in, one seat for any player that might land there.
6: Gee, that wouldn't be any fun.
7: Well, I'd like to bum around with you, Hen, only. Gee, a hockey
6: game. Isn't there anything you'd rather do than go to Willie's party?
7: Well, what I'd really like is to go to that masquerade.
6: The masquerade? I'm
7: sure that our folks are going to they're giving prizes and everything.
6: Well then why don't we both go? You
7: need money to rent costumes.
6: <laughs> Look, Homer, my father gave me an extra dollar and if I could sell my hockey tickets I'd have enough money.
7: How could you sell them at this late date? Everybody'll have plans.
6: For the sake of your new year, Homer, the least I can do is try. <laughs>
4: Will, everything all set for the masquerade? You
8: betcha, Sam.
4: Fine. Just the thought of getting out on the dance floor makes me feel like a boy again.
8: Sam, I phoned to tell you we have the costumes. Good. What are they? We're going as the four seasons of the year.
4: Say, that's a darn good idea, Will.
8: You're winter. What? You're winter, Sam. Oh, I am? You wear a long white beard, seeing you even have a cane.
4: A cane, huh?
8: Sure, so you won't even have to dance, Sam. All you have to do is hobble around all evening.
4: I see, well, well, that's just glad. I'm glad you like
8: the idea, Sam
4: Oh, I do, I do indeed What are you, Will? I'm Summer Summer, I see
8: Well, so long, uh, we'll get together later and try the costumes on Fine, goodbye,
4: Will Oh, Alice
2: Yes, Sam
4: Alice, how old is Will Brown?
2: Why, I'm not sure, He's Isn't he a
4: couple of years older than I am?
2: Yes, I believe he is Why, what's the matter? Nothing, Alice
4: Nothing
9: at all. <laughs>
6: But, Homer, listen to reason. Henry, stand aside. Where are you going? Who? But, Homer, it's the only costume he has left. It isn't my fault. It isn't my fault either, and I refuse to have
7: anything to do with
6: it. But I've already sold my hockey tickets, Homer, and well, you promised you'd go to the masquerade with me. Not in this costume. Well, I can't go in and alone. <laughs> listen, Henry, I'm not being the back end of any horse, and that's that. <laughs> Is that all that's worrying you? Look, you can be the front end. No, I'm
7: not starting the new year by being being any part of a horse but a homer Henry he... I said no do you think I want to dance with you all evening back to front <laughs>
2: What are you trying to say? Simply
4: this, Alice, that some time ago I gave Henry my word I'd go to a hockey game with him this evening.
2: But, Sam, what about the Browns? That's
4: unfortunate, Alice, but the more I think about it, the more I feel my first duty is to my son.
2: But think of how disappointed they'll be. I know,
4: and I'm sorry, but they'll just have to find themselves another winter.
2: Sam, what do you mean? Why, nothing. And what about me, dear?
4: Alice, I'm sorry about that, but I'll make it up to you next week.
2: Did you mean I have to stay home tonight with Mary and Kermit? Mother, you do, right here in this house? Yes, Mary. You mean right in the living room?
4: Excuse me, I'd better phone the bride. But,
2: Mother! That's all right, Mary. I won't bother you and Kermit. I can fix myself up very comfortably in the kitchen. In the kitchen? I'll be fine, Mary. I'll take an armchair out there and dust knit. My goodness, we wouldn't think of letting you do a thing like that. Well, Mary, if you really don't object... Kermit will bring the radio out in the kitchen for you. Mary, do you mean to say you'd really banish your own mother to the kitchen on New Year's Eve? Mother! Yes, Henry?
6: Has anyone phoned for me while I was out? No, dear. No one at all? Not even Homer? No, Henry. Oh.
4: Henry! Yes, Father? Come in here, please. I've been looking for you.
2: Mother, you don't understand. Yes, I do, Mary. I understand perfectly.
6: Henry, I have news for you. You mean Homer changed his mind about going with me? Henry, I am going with you. You are? Yes,
4: Sir, I've managed to change my other plans, and son, you can count me in.
6: I can? That's definite, Father?
4: It is. I may have been forced to go back on my word a few times in the past, but not anymore, Henry.
6: Oh, boy, then let's try it on. Try what on? The costume. What? Huh? I have it right out in the hall, Father, and boy, it's the best darn looking horse you ever saw.
4: Horse? Now, wait a minute. I thought we were going to a hockey game. Not
6: anymore, Father. We're going to the masquerade instead as a horse. Now,
4: wait. You're in the back
6: end. <laughs> now,
4: wait. You just promised, Father. I know, but I thought... Henry, you don't expect me to walk around all evening, fed over double. But,
6: Father... I'm you... not a young man, Henry. Father, you mean you're backing out again? No, but... After you said we were going to be closer this year? Not that close. <laughs>
1: back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. Mr. and Mrs. Aldrich had made arrangements to attend a New Year's Eve masquerade with the Browns when Henry informed his father of a promise to take him to a hockey game tonight. Due to his efforts to keep his word to everyone, Mr. Aldrich has now wound up as the hind end of a horse. The scene opens in the Browns' living room. It is late the same afternoon.
7: Mother, would you phone Willie Marshall for me? What for, Homer? And tell him it looks as though I'm going to recover and I'll be able to go to his party tonight after all. Recover from what? My pneumonia, my pneumonia. What pneumonia? My mother. He thinks I'm staying home with pneumonia instead of going to his New Year's party. You're not going to Willie's go to party? I told him I wasn't, but... Gee whiz, I'll be darned if I'll be
2: a whore. Oh, Homer, just because you're a horse, there's no reason to think you're coming down with pneumonia. What? Just go and gargle, dear. But, Mother... I... Homer, do as you're told. Can't you see I'm busy thinking?
7: Okay, but gargling isn't going to straighten me out with Willie. Dear, you just have to have faith. Faith? I know, but... <gasps> Out of my way. Oh. Mother. Mother. Oh, but what's the matter? Mother, there's a tree out in our hall. A tree? And it spoke to me. Oh, dear, that's no tree. <laughs> that's your father. Why? <laughs> and get off my lap. Here I am, Elizabeth. How do I look? Father, is that really you?
8: Sure, I'm Summer.
7: <laughs> your what? I'm Summer. Summer. Oh, boy oh, Will, we... we'll stop fooling around with that costume And help me find a spring and winter Who? Spring and winter, dear They're just backed out What's that? Gee was. I'm
2: going upstairs and lie down <laughs>
7: Elizabeth,
8: what do you mean they've backed
2: out? Will, the auditors suddenly decided They can't come to the masquerade tonight Well, that's a fine thing yeah, Now, Will, calm down You're
8: shedding your leaves There's a phone But Elizabeth, what are we going to do? We can't go just this two seasons Well, I've been trying to think how we could convert our costumes
2: But I'm afraid it's hopeless Oh, hello Oh,
4: hello, Elizabeth This is Sam Ulrich Oh,
2: Sam, you'll never know how disappointed we are Well, that's
4: what I called about Even if I can't make it Do you think you could still fit Alice in as spring?
2: Well, the only thing is, Sam Wouldn't the three of us look a little awkward without winter?
4: Nonsense, Elizabeth. If there's one season you can dispense with, it's certainly winter.
8: Well, maybe we could work out something. Oh, I'd appreciate it, Elizabeth. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elizabeth, was that Sam on the phone? Yes, he wants to know we could fit Alice in his spring. You mean all by herself? But who'll we get as winter? I haven't any idea. Unless... Yeah?
2: Well, I've got it. What? He's not going anywhere tonight.
3: Oh, Homer! Yes, Mom? Come down here and try on this beard.
6: Father, could you hold the horse's tail still a minute? Henry, what
4: are you doing?
6: Well, the trouble is when I put my head in first, my feet won't go in.
4: Try putting your feet in
6: first. Are your feet in, Father? Yes. Maybe I should sort of bend over. (coughs) Father, what happened? The hind legs are sticking straight up in the air. Yes, and I'm on my back. <laughs> well, maybe that's the way to do it. We both lie on our back, seat and stick all our four feet up in the air.
4: Now, wait a minute.
6: Gee, isn't this going to be fun, Father? Dad, will you please answer the phone? Well, I'll try. I'll get it, Father. Henry, stop pulling my leg. Th- that's my leg, Father. <laughs> now, look.
4: That's your leg over there. It is? Well, whose arm is this? Uh, now wait. Uh,
3: now wait. Isn't anybody going to answer the
4: phone? Now, Henry, let's take one leg at a time.
3: Hello?
5: Hello? Is that you, Mary?
3: Yes, is that you, Kermit? Yes. Hello? Hello? My, it was nice of you to
5: phone. Uh, Mary, I have some news for you. You
3: have? I have news for you, too, Kermit. You have?
5: What is it?
2: you tell me yours. No,
5: you tell me yours. No,
2: you. Well. Well, first of all, I made something wonderful for you to eat tonight. You
5: did? That's wonderful because, frankly, Mary, I am getting a little tired of macaroons.
3: Oh. Oh, my
5: goodness. And uh, not that I'm not crazy about your macaroons, Mary. Well, that's all right, Kermit. Goodbye. You're leaving? Yes, I have to go and uh, that is, yes. But, Mary, I haven't told you my news. Well, could you tell me quickly? Sure. Uh, we're going to a hockey game tonight.
3: A hockey game? Yeah,
5: I'm just who sold me the ticket. Kermit, a hockey game on New Year's Eve? Yeah, isn't that swell? Mary? Mary, are you there? Yes, but my
2: goodness, I was looking forward to, to... To what? Kermit, if you don't know, I'm certainly not going to tell you and Goodbye. Mary, what's all the commotion out here? Father,
4: I
6: think you men are just hateful. What? You're all the same, every one of you. Mary, what did I do now? Well, I think I've got that horse licked, Father. Henry,
4: you can forget about that horse.
6: Forget about it? I
4: can it. see your heart isn't in it, son. Now, where are those hockey tickets?
6: I haven't got them.
4: get them. When I say I'm going to take you to a hockey game, Henry, then that's what I'm going to do. But, Father... I'm not going to palm off a masquerade on you instead.
6: But, Father, I can't get the hockey tickets. I sold them to Kermit.
4: What? I see. Excuse me, Henry.
6: Father, you mean you're going to change
2: your mind again? Alice? I'm in the kitchen, Sam.
4: Well, look.
2: Would you like one of Mary's macaroons, dear?
4: No, thank you. Alice, I've been thinking it over.
2: Thinking what over?
4: And while I made a promise to Henry, I also made a promise to you. Yes, but... Henry's young. He'll get over it. Whereas you... Whereas you...
2: Whereas I what?
4: Alice, would you explain to Henry that you insist I go to the masquerade with you?
2: But, dear, I can't. You can't what? I can't insist now. What do you mean? Elizabeth just phoned me and I'm going with someone else.
4: What? Alice, do you mean to say you're going out tonight with some other man?
2: Well? Who is he? frankly, dear, I don't know. Elizabeth said it would be a surprise. That's pretty
4: unbelievable.
2: Why, Sam, you're jealous. Jealous? I am not. Now, dear, you haven't a thing to worry about.
4: Alice, you're to call the whole thing off immediately.
2: But, Sam, I've given my word. Alice! And, dear, I'm sure that once I've made a promise, you wouldn't want me to break it (laughs) off.
4: Henry, everything's all settled. You and I are going to that masquerade as a horse.
6: But, Father, I thought you didn't want to. Only
4: I'm going as the front end, you understand. Where I can keep an eye on, where I can watch, where I can see what's going on.
6: But, gee whiz, Father, you're too late. What's that? Look, I just got the hockey tickets back from Kermit.
5: The hockey ticket. Sure. I traded him something for them. Miss
6: Hannigan, you certainly have your nerve.
5: But, Mary, you said you wanted us to be secluded.
3: I've never been so insulted in all my life.
5: But, Mary, you can be the front end. Just
3: a minute. What's going
4: on here?
5: I can tell you, Father. Uh, Mr. Aldrich, would you try to explain something to Mary for me? Kermit,
3: I'm not dumb. I don't need anything explained to me. Uh, Mr. Aldrich. I
5: think I'll just stay out of there. Uh, But, Mr. Aldrich, you're better at managing women than I am. Oh, thanks. Who, I?
2: Hello, everybody. How do you like my
5: costume? It's very very nice. Alice, I'm
4: giving you one last chance here and now to break your
5: date. Mother, you have a date? Yes, dear. With a man, Mrs. Aldrich? Well, Kermit, what's wrong with that? Yes, Kermit, with the man. Mother, a man?
3: Hey, Mrs. Alvarez.
7: Homer, we're busy. You are? You mean you can't go with me? Good heaven.
6: Did you? Gee whiz, Homer, where'd you get that beard? Homer, you mean you're... You're... Sure, I'm Winter. <laughs> you got you man. <laughs> Father, how do you feel now?
4: How do I look, Henry?
6: Frankly, terrible.
4: Then you know how I feel.
6: The only thing is, there's only about ten minutes left in 1948. Yes? Wouldn't it be a better omen if you saw the new year in with a smile? Perhaps, you're right. Father, you going to sit up? I'm going to try. It's a darn good hockey game, wasn't it, Father?
4: Yes, son, it was. Until they carried me out.
6: See that player who got thrown into your lap? (laughs) I think it did him good.
4: Well, I'm glad to hear it.
6: Sure, he just dusted himself off and jumped back on the ice and scored the winning goal.
4: Good for him. Now please hand me that steak again.
6: Sure. And how's your eye coming along, father? Gee whiz, there's the phone. You stay right where you are, father, old timer. Thank you, Henry. Hello?
2: Hello, Henry. How was the hockey game? Boy,
6: Mother, it was the best one I ever went to. How's the masquerade? Just
2: lovely, dear. Did you win the grand prize? No, dear. Homer upset the whole apple cart when he discovered his beard was made of spun sugar.
6: (laughs) What happened?
2: He ate it. (laughs) And, Henry, may I please speak to your father?
6: Father, Mother wants you on the phone. Mother, who did win the prize?
2: Mary and Kermit. Everyone thought they made a wonderful horse.
6: Is that your
4: mother, Henry? Sure, Father. Did you see who's at the door, son? Sure, Father. Hello, Alice.
2: Sam, I just wanted to be the first one to say Happy New Year to you.
4: Why, thank you, Alice, and the same to you. Are you having a good time?
2: Frankly, dear, not as good a time as if you were here.
4: Alice, I'm going to make everything up to you. I haven't forgotten the promise I made you.
2: Dear, you really mean we'll go out someplace every Saturday night for the whole year?
4: Absolutely.
2: Well, my goodness, I'm certainly looking forward to
4: 1949. Father! Oh, just a minute,
2: Alice. Father, guess who was at the door? Who?
6: The man from the hockey rink. And he wanted to know how your black eye was. Yes? And and just to show there's no hard feelings, look what he gave us. A season pass to all the hockey games. What's that? Every Saturday night for the whole year. Every Saturday? Sam, at midnight. But, but... Happy New Year, Sam. Happy New Year, Father. Yes. Well, Happy New Year.
1: Listen again next week, same time, same station, for another sparkling half hour with your favorite youngster, his family, and his pals. The all-starring Ezra Stone is written by Clifford Goldsmith.
0: That was The Aldridge Family from 1948. And now, The Archies. My wife. In this episode of Archie, they mention a movie starring Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart as that famous detective, Philip Marlowe. Oh yeah, I'm looking for a good mystery on something off the beaten track like the Maltese Falcon.
2: Oh, that was a fascinating story, but here's one that has everything the Falcon had and more. It's Raymond Chandler's latest bestseller, The Big Sleep. What a picture that'll make.
0: So here is The Adventures of Archie Andrews from November 15th, 1947.
10: I
9: or
11: death? Oh, relax, Archie. Relax. Yes, here he is again, the youngster millions of readers of Archie Comics magazine know and love so well, Archie Andrews and all his gang. Well, it's evening as we look in on the Andrews' home, an especially quiet and peaceful evening. We find the entire family sitting in the living room. Mr. Andrews is reading his newspaper. Mrs. Andrews is doing some sewing.
9: Mm-hmm.
11: And the pride and joy of the Andrews family, our boy Archie, is reading a comic book.
9: <laughs>
11: yes, all is indeed peaceful and quiet in Riverdale tonight. But for how long? Well?
12: Fred. Fred.
11: Huh?
13: Oh, uh, yes, dear.
12: What time is it?
13: Uh, time? Oh, it's exactly... It's exactly...
9: It's exactly...
13: Archie.
9: Archie. Yes, Dad?
13: I am trying to tell your mother the time, so if you must laugh, do it more quietly, please. Oh, okay, Dad. Mary, it's exactly... Archie, I... Oh, okay, Dad, okay. I... Okay. Mary, it's exactly nine o'clock. Why?
2: Oh, no reason, dear. Just having to wonder what time it is. Yeah?
13: Oh, fine. Archie, <clears throat> uh, oh, that was a Men- swell story in this comic
10: book. Dad?
13: Yes, Archie?
10: What time is it?
13: Oh, great. Archie, I just told your mother the time. Didn't you hear me?
10: Oh, no, Dad, I was reading.
13: Oh, well, it's nine o'clock.
10: Oh, thanks, Dad. You're welcome. <clears throat> Only nine o'clock? Boy, it sure feels later than that. <sighs> oh, I'm getting sleepy. Oh, Archie, cover
12: um,
2: your mouth when you yawn. Oh, yes, Mom.
10: Oh, well, I guess I'm getting sleepy, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> for Pete's sake,
13: Archie, what are you yawning about?
10: Oh, gee wish that I can't help it if I have to yawn.
13: All right, all right, but do it more quietly, please. Oh, yes, Dad. <sighs> Mary, what are you yawning about?
2: Oh, I can't help it, dear. Seeing Archie yawn makes me yawn. Oh,
13: fine. <laughs> well, he isn't <laughs> yawning. Yet. Archie, will you please stop that? Gee <clears throat> that?
10: seeing Mom yawn makes me yawn. Oh,
13: fine. First you yawn, so your mother yawns, then you yawn.
9: And <laughs> <laughs> uh, grief, you got me doing it now. Oh, it's <laughs> making me do it. it's <laughs> making <laughs> to me <too. laughs>
13: <gasps> now, just a minute, just a minute. Now, let's put a stop to this merry-go-round, once and for all. Everybody stop yawning. Yes, dear. Yes, Dad. <laughs> okay. R.G.
10: <clears throat> okay, Dad, okay. Okay. Yeah, but the trouble is, Dad, that I don't have anything to do.
13: Well, you haven't anything to do and you're sleeping. Why don't you go to bed? Go to bed? Yes, go to bed. A good night's sleep for a change would, wouldn't hurt you. <laughs> In fact, we all ought to go to bed.
10: But, Dad, who ever heard of going to bed at 9 o'clock?
13: And what is so early, about nine o'clock? You know, if you must know, young man, it so happens that when I was a boy, we went to bed with the cows and got up with the roosters. Gee, wasn't it
10: uncomfortable? It certainly was. It, you know, what?
13: Archie, it was not uncomfortable. I mean, that was just a way of saying we went to bed at sundown and got up at sunrise. Gee, you did? Yes, we did. And did it hurt us?
5: Well. What? Oh, I say,
13: that's what makes you look so well. Yes, you're darn right best thing in the world for people is to get a good night's sleep. Yes, sir. In fact, we'll all go to bed right now. But, Dad, uh, I'm not tired. Archie, I... Okay, Dad, okay, okay. So
10: we'll go to bed early.
2: Shall I turn out the light, Fred?
13: Yeah, just a moment, dear. Yeah, just a moment. As soon as I get my slippers off and get into
2: the bed. What was that?
13: I knocked the book off the night table.
2: Oh, all right. Sounded like you were wearing three slippers. Three
13: slippers? Now, Mary, who ever heard of a silly thing Never like mind, that? Never mind, dear. Three Can I
2: turn I... off the lights
13: now? Yes, dear. All right. <sighs> <sighs> good night, dear.
2: Good night, dear. Mm. Good night, Mom. Good night, Dad.
13: <laughs> good night, son. Good night, dear. Yes, sir, this was a great idea. Yes. Nothing like going to bed early. Yes, dear. Good night's rest does a man a world of good.
2: Yes, Wake dear. Wake up
13: feeling fresh and chipper. Fred. And... Huh?
2: If we're going to sleep, let's go to sleep instead of talking about it all night.
13: Oh, Oh, yes, dear. Yes, you're right, you're right. Good night, dear. Good night.
10: Mm-hmm.
13: Gee whiz. Good. Oh, great.
10: Archie, what's the matter? I can't sleep.
13: Archie, I... of course you can't sleep. You've only been in bed for half a minute.
10: I know, but I'm uncomfortable in there. The room
2: is so hot. Well, for pity's sake, open the window if it's too hot in your room. Gee whiz, I never thought of that.
9: <laughs> oh, <laughs> great.
10: I'll go open the window right now. I never thought of
13: that before. Mary, sometimes that boy acts like he never was about line, half... Never mind, dear. Good night. Good night, dear. Oh, good grief. What was that?
2: Archie opening his window.
13: Oh. For a minute, I thought he fell out of bed and broke his. He didn't fall out
2: of bed. He just opened the window like we told him to.
13: Okay, okay. But does he have to slam it open like he was trying to tear the house apart? Fred, Our windows I... are built so they slide open gently, you know. Fred. If he's going I... to break the window one of these days if he keeps that up.
2: Fred, all right. You can talk to him about it in the morning, but let's get to sleep. All
13: right, dear. Yeah. All right. Oh, good night.
2: Good night. She <sighs> whisked.
13: Oh, fine. Archie, what now?
2: I still can't sleep. Well, Archie, is it still hot in that room
10: with the window wide open? No, it's too cold.
13: One, two, three, four. Archie. Yes, that. Archie, I have a great idea of how to solve the problem of your cold room.
10: Oh well, yes, Dad. Of
13: course, I admit that it's a rather difficult, unusual, and highly original plan, but I think you're capable of executing it.
10: Yes, Dad.
13: Close the window.
10: Gee, Dad, I thought of that, but then it'll get too hot again.
13: <sighs> Archie, look. Huh? The room was hot. But now that you've opened that window wide, you've cooled off the entire house. Besides, I lowered the heat for the night when we came upstairs, so it won't get hot again, and your room should be comfortable.
10: Oh, okay, Dad. I'll go close the window now.
13: Oh. Good night,
10: Dad.
2: Good night, Mom. that boy—he can be the most. Fred, let's sleep. not spend all night arguing about Archie. Boys are boys. Now go to sleep. All right, dear. All right. Oh, good
13: night. Good night. Oh, good grief. Mary, did you hear that? Fred, what I What know... is that boy trying to do? Rip the window right out of the frame? Fred, I... Why think... doesn't he just take a hammer and smash it? That's what he wants to do.
2: All right, Fred. Good. You should have told him about opening and closing the window gently. Should have told... Besides, he's been slamming the window that way for years, and he hasn't broken
13: it yet. Oh, me, all right, Mary, all right. Let's forget the whole thing before my blood pressure boils over. Good night. Good night. Oh... She Now, what's the matter? Is your room too lukewarm?
10: She was, no, Dad. My room's just fine. Then why don't you stay there? Because this Donald alarm clock is keeping me awake.
13: Oh, fine. Archie, you have had that alarm clock for ten years. Why does it suddenly bother you tonight? I don't know. It seems
2: louder tonight. Just listen to that. Archie, if the clock's bothering you, leave it in here and I'll wake you in the morning. Oh, okay, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Put it on the dressing table. Okay. There. All right, dear.
10: Thanks, Mom. I think I can sleep.
9: Now.
13: <sighs> Good night, Mom.
2: Good night, Dad. Good night, dear. Good
13: night. Oh, oh Mary, Mom. I don't... Oh, no. Yes, dear? Don't forget to wake
10: me.
3: I won't.
13: Oh, Mary, okay. I don't... Archie, will you please go to sleep?
3: okay,
13: Dad, okay. Okay. Oh, Mary, I don't... Good know. night. Oh. Good night. Oh... Mary, I don't Fred, know. Fred, what... I absolutely
2: refuse to hear a word. Yes, but the boy that... isn't trying to be difficult. Yes, but, but, but he's just but... too wide awake at this hour. Yes, but he and going to bed so early was your idea, but and getting I... all upset over it, she isn't helping anything. Now, for pity's sake, let's get to sleep. All right, Mary. All right. I promise
13: not to say another word. Good night. Good night. Good. Mary. Yes, dear. You know, that clock is loud. Fred, ignore it. Mary, how can you ignore that? Just listen to that thing.
2: Well, Fred, if it bothers you that
13: much, do something with it. All right, I will. I'll take it back to Archie's room. Oh, Fred, no, then he won't be able to sleep. But well, what else could I do with this frustrated time bomb?
2: <laughs> well, uh, uh, put it in a drawer. Drawer? Yes, then we won't hear it. Put it in the bottom drawer of the bureau. That's empty. All
13: uh-huh, right, dear. That's a good idea.
2: <sighs>
13: All right, that's better Maybe now we can get some
2: sleep Yes, dear, good night <sighs>
13: Good night um...
2: oh, good
13: grief What's that?
2: Oh, dear, the clock making more noise than it did before.
13: Oh, great, Mary, that noise will drive me out of my mind in no time. i take it out of that door. There. That's better than that tom-tom effect. Well, now what'll I do with it?
2: Well, Fred, just put it in the clothes closet and close the door. That should muffle it.
13: Good idea. I'll try it. Sure. Yeah, it worked. And that settles the problem of the noisy alarm clock. Now, maybe we can get to sleep. Yes, dear. Good
2: night. Good night, dear.
13: Oh, good grief. The clock, the clock. I must have hit the alarm oh, button. Oh, hurry,
3: French. Shut it all.
13: Yes, I'll get Got it. Oh, Mary, he how...
9: Was, what was up? that? The oh,
13: guy! Oh, oh, Archie, that was just the alarm on your clock. It happened to go off. Oh,
10: gee, I started to doze off there for a minute, and when I heard the alarm, I thought it was morning already.
13: Archie, it isn't morning, so go back to bed, and believe me, I'm very sorry it woke you.
10: Oh, that's okay, Dad. Good night.
13: Good night. Oh, Mary, I tell you, I've never seen anything like this. One thing after Fred, another... Fred, please you...
2: stop grumbling and let's get to sleep.
13: Mary, that's exactly what I would like nothing better than. What? Uh, uh, nothing, dear, nothing, nothing. Good night. Good night.
2: Good night. Dad! Yeah.
13: Oh, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I absolutely don't believe it. Fred,
2: I... if you hadn't set that alarm off, he'd be sound asleep by this time.
13: Oh, me. What is it now, Archie? Oh, well,
10: nothing, Dad, but I just remembered I forgot
13: to brush my teeth before I went to bed. Oh, Oh, good heavens. Archie, what do you want me to do? Brush them for you?
10: She <laughs> was no dad. I only thought I should Archie, touch... I
13: don't care what you thought. Go brush your teeth. Comb them too, for all I care. <laughs> was dad. That's silly. Who ever heard of combing your teeth? <laughs> Archie! Okay, I...
10: Dad, okay, okay. It'll just take me a minute,
13: that's all. Oh, Mary, have you ever in all your life heard of anything like this, March? I... you
2: can't blame the boy. All his life he's taught him to brush his teeth morning and night. Now, what else do you expect?
13: Some sleep, Mary. I expect
2: some sleep. You get some, dear. This can't go on all night.
13: How do you know?
2: Oh. Fred, stop being silly and get to sleep.
13: Yes, dear. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Oh, good grief. Oh,
10: Archie, what was that? I dropped the bathroom glass. Oh, oh great. Um, Archie,
13: do you have to get in all the trouble in the world at this time of the night? Well, gee was Dad, I didn't mean to, mm. but my
10: hands were wet when I went to rest. Archie, stopped, I don't
13: care. I, I don't care for the gruesome details of the rise and the fall of our bathroom glass. <laughs> Just go pick up the pieces and go to sleep.
2: And don't cut
10: yourself, dear. Okay, Mom, I won't.
13: Oh, his hands were wet and it's strange. Forget, forget it. it. Mary, you act as if staying awake was my idea. I came up here to go to sleep, not... bad I said not... forget it. <sighs> all right, dear. It's forgotten.
10: Okay, Mom, I got all the glass picked up and I wiped the floor with a rag to be sure to get all the little pieces. All right, dear. That's fine. Good night. Good
13: night,
2: good night, night. Mom. Yeah, good good night. night, Dad. Good night. Good night. Good night, dear.
13: Good night. Good night. Oh.
2: Fred.
9: Um,
2: Fred, what's that?
13: Mm, uh, what's that?
2: The noise.
13: Mm, what noise?
2: That noise. Sounds like water dripping.
13: Mary, I don't hear... It. Oh, good grief, it is water dripping. <laughs> oh,
2: dear. Archie uh, left the water in the bathroom dripping. Fred, you'll have to go shut off the faucet.
13: Sh- shut off the faucet? B- Look, Mary, Archie left it dripping. Let him go and shut Fred, it off. Fred, the
2: boy's in bed now. Let him stay there.
13: All right. I'll go shut off the faucet. But so help me, Hannah. This is the last time I'm getting out of bed tonight. <laughs>
2: that man, I don't know what... Stop! Ah! Oh, Fred, oh, what oh, is oh, it?
13: Oh, my foot! Oh, oh, my Fred, foot! what's the matter? What happened? I don't know. I cut my foot. Oh,
10: what happened? happened? To... Fred,
13: how
9: could you cut your foot? Ah!
13: Mary... How could you must, do have, that? must have been a piece of glass left out of the floor. She
10: was. I thought I got it all picked up.
13: Oh, serves
2: you right for walking around barefooted. Mary,
13: is this any time for lectures when I'm wounded and dying?
2: You're not wounded and dying. Here, let me see your foot. Here, yeah, here. Oh, it's just a little tiny scratch. Yeah, but it's an awful big foot. <laughs> Actually, leave my big feet out of this. <laughs> Mary, is the glass still uh, in it? Yes, dear. Uh-oh. Just a tiny sliver. I'll get the Oh, it right oh, out, oh, so... oh, oh. There. How's that? Well, it's better. It's a... Oh, is it bleeding, Mary? No, dear, but I suppose we'd better put some iodine on it anyway. Oh. Aren't you get the iodine out of the medicine cabinet? Yes, ma'am. Look out that so I can get out of the
13: cabinet. Oh, never I... mind, Archie. I'll get it myself. Uh, oh, gee?
10: Dropped
2: a few things, didn't you? Archie, <laughs> oh, hey, Andrews, what have you done? Well, Mary, I didn't Just do it... Per- look at that. Yes, but Mary, Just I'm sorry... Just look at my it... iodine, mercuricone, toothpaste, cold cream, hair tonic, cough syrup, and corn pads. Mary, rubbing I... Rubbing alcohol, witch hazel, mineral oil, lipstick, and nose drops. Mary, please don't... Get... band shaving lotion, nail polish, aspirin, and vaseline. Mary, I, essence, I wish... Eskimos, razor blades, bar carbon, sand, and oil, vitamin pills, fat liver oil,
13: Would you mind telling me just what you hope to gain by reciting a whole catalog of drug supplies? Well, I... I know it's an awful mess, dear, but it was an accident, and I couldn't help it, and I apologize. (sighs) And tomorrow, I'll personally go down and buy out another drugstore for
3: you. Oh,
2: yes, dear. But I... I... I suppose it's silly to get so upset. It's just that some of those jars and bottles have been in the family for years.
13: Yes, dear, and just like some of our relatives, they're not worth a thing. But for Pete's sake, let's forget about it and get me out of this.
5: Get you out of this?
13: Yes, Mary. I'm standing here barefooted, remember? I don't dare move until they clean up all this broken oh, glass. Oh, dear. Well, gee
10: is that's right. You better
13: not move oh. an inch, Dad. You'll chop yourself to pieces. Oh. I know that. <laughs> Quit standing there crying over spilled iodine
2: Yes, dear Just stay right there, Fred Archie, come with me Okay, Mom You get a broom out of the broom closet And then go up and sweep up all that broken glass Uh I'm going down to the basement And get a bucket of hot water and soap To mop up all that stuff Before it stains the floor up there Yeah, you'd better, Mom And you better take a dustpan up, too, Archie Okay, Mom, I will
10: now, let's see now. Vacuum carpets. We got, here's the broom and the dustpan.
13: Archie, hurry! I can't stand here all
10: night. Oh, I'm coming, Dad. I'll be there. Oh, gee, was now who can that be at a time like this? Hello.
3: Hello, Archie. Uh-huh. <laughs>
10: Veronica, it's good to hear your voice, too.
3: Oh, Archie,
10: you say the sweetest thing. Only to you, Veronica. Oh,
3: Archie.
10: But tell me, Veronica, how come you're calling at this hour?
3: Mary! This hour? Archie, it's only a little after nine
10: o'clock. Oh, gee whiz, that's right. I forgot we went to bed early. Went
3: to bed? You don't mean you're worse sleep?
10: Oh, no, Veronica, not asleep yet. But we've been trying to get to sleep. Archie! Gee, Veronica. You didn't disturb me. I'm always glad to hear from you. Well,
3: the reason I'm cold, Archie. Yes. Well, I I don't have anything to do tonight, and I thought we might go for a walk or
10: something. Mary. Gee, wish you did? Uh-huh. Oh, gee, I wish I'd known that. I'd never have gone to bed so early. Archie!
3: But you can't get out
10: now. She was no, Veronica. I'm in my my <laughs> pajamas. Yeah, me too. But how about tomorrow night? We'll go to a movie or something.
3: Oh, I'd love to do that, Archie. Archie. Okay, it's a date. Fine. Well, you better get back
10: to bed, Archie. Okay, Veronica, and thanks for calling.
3: Mary. Oh, that's all right. Sweet dreams.
10: Sweet dreams to you, Veronica. Archie. Ninety-nine. night
3: Nighty-night. Mary. Bye, now.
10: Bye now. Bye. Bye. Oh, that Veronica. What a girl. Archie, have you got the
3: glass swept off?
10: D- huh? Oh, the glass. Gee was Mom, I forgot all about it.
3: Forgot about it?
10: Yeah, the phone rang as I was going up and it was Veronica. And I forgot all about Dad waiting up there. Oh, for pity's sake. Archie, you mean your father's been standing there all this time?
5: Somebody...
10: Everybody. Uh, she was, I guess so, Mom. Oh, dear. Archie, give me that broom.
12: I'll
5: sweep yeah. up that glass
2: myself. You bring up that scrub bucket. Fred,
10: I'm coming. Okay, Mom, but I was going to sweep up the glass. Honest I was.
2: She was, what's everybody so
10: excited about? Yeah, I might as well bring this bucket up. I... She was now what? She was Chuckhead. what would you expect, Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> <laughs> No, Jughead, I didn't expect Sleeping Beauty or you either. What are you doing here?
12: I just got out of the movies, and it was such a swell picture, I thought I'd stop by and tell you about it. Well, Jughead... You ought to go
10: see it. Well, Jughead... It's all about
12: good guys and bad guys and shooting. Jughead. Oh, it got me! Dang, oh, dang Jug, will you please? Oh, I'm dying! Well, Jughead, don't do <laughs> it.
9: Jughead! <laughs> Bump.
10: Jump! Jug! Huh? Look, that sounds like a very interesting picture, but I don't want to hear about it right now. I'm trying Why to- Why not? Because I'm trying- Don't you always tell me about the pictures you see? Yes, and but I trying... I always
12: listen? Yes, a but I'm- A fine
10: friend you are, a fine friend! Oh me, Jughead, look, I can't stand here in the doorway arguing with you all night. Come in and, and I'll explain what the trouble is. Come on in. Well, okay, but- Jug, look out for that
9: bucket! Ah!
10: Jughead, did you hurt yourself yeah.
12: No. Get up there. Is that a nice way to treat a friend?
10: Jug, I didn't do it on purpose. course, I... I want to tell you about a movie. Did you have to douse me with a bucket of water? Jug, I didn't. Do... Now look at me. Just look at me. Wet pants. <laughs> Jughead, look. I didn't push you, and I didn't want you to get your pants all wet. It was an accident. Now, for Pete's sake, don't just sit there yelling your head off. But how am I going to go home in wet pants? Jughead, you don't have to go home in wet pants. Take those pants off and I'll lend you a pair of my slacks. Well, okay. Okay. Now, come on up as soon as you get them off and I'll get the slacks for you. Okay, but it's a fine thing. A fine
6: thing. Oh, boy, that Jughead.
2: Archie, what's been keeping you? Mom, I had a little trouble with Jughead. Archie, never mind Jughead. I've got the glass swept up and I want to scrub this floor, so hand me that bucket. Okay, Mom, but I want to... Archie, what happened to the soapy water I had in this bucket? Mom, I'm trying to tell you we had a little accident. Another we? accident? Oh, yes,
10: Dad. You see Jughead's downstairs.
13: Hello. Oh, hello Jughead. Oh, good grief, Jughead. Where are your pants? Where are yours? <laughs> oh, I left them on the night. Jughead. Never mind where my pants are. I'm wearing this nightshirt because I've been trying to go to sleep for the past half hour. But what are you doing running around here in your undershorts?
10: Well, that's what I've been trying to tell you, Dad. Jug tripped over the bucket of water and got his pants all wet. Oh, for pity's sake.
12: And am
2: I cold. Archie, let, let Jughead wear your gray slacks. I am, Mom. I was just going to get them for him. Well, they just came back from the tailors and they're down in the hall closet. Jug, run down there and get them. She was
12: Okay. It's a fine thing when you come visiting a friend and he trips you with a pocket of water and then he makes you come upstairs and then go downstairs. It's a fine thing.
2: Jughead, if you're talking to us, we can't
12: hear you. I was just talking to myself, Miss Sanders. Are those slacks in the front hall closet? Yes,
2: Jughead.
12: Okay. Fine thing. I have to... Gee, who can that be? Gee, Betty. Hello, Jughead. What are you... <gasps> Jughead, where are your
10: pants? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot all about that, Betty. I'll answer the door, Jughead, if you get- Oh, she whiz, Betty. Are she? What are you doing in your pajamas? Oh! was. I forgot about my pajamas. Oh, oh Betty, I was- Rup, russ, red, and, uh...
2: Betty. Betty. Oh, Mrs. Andrews! What are you doing in your bathroom? Betty, I was just getting ready to go to sleep. Anything it's... So what's going on down
13: here, anyway? Mr. Andrews,
2: what are you doing in that nightshirt? Well,
13: what's wrong with this nightshirt?
2: Right. Oh nothing, Mr.
12: Andrews, but why is everybody undressed? Now, Betty, I... am not undressed. I just got my pants jughead, wet. Jughead, let he me... decided to go to bed early tonight. Archie, would you please... Man, I
2: have to finish cleaning up that floor. Mary, Good will guy, you? I hope I didn't disturb well, you, Betty, will you please... Oh, please. Oh, jughead, I... Oh, I Mary, Jughead, Archie,
9: Archie, Jughead, Mary, I, Archie, Jughead, it's it's hey, Mary, Archie, quiet.
0: I couldn't
12: help Quiet. He got me all wet.
13: Uh, that's better. Now, listen to me, all of you. This nonsense has gone far enough. Too far, in fact.
2: Yes, Mr. Randall? Yes, dear. Yes, that.
13: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, fine. Now, it so happens that half an hour ago, I decided to go to bed and get a good night's sleep for a change. But why couldn't I? Why? Crumbs in the bed? (laughs) Yes, I had some crackers before... No! No, Jughead, be quiet. okay. 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 I couldn't get to bed because of Archie. Archie can't sleep. Archie says his room is awfully warm. It's too cold in his room. The clock is too loud. He wants to brush his teeth. He's got to talk to his friends on the phone. Then Jughead nearly drowns in a bucket of water.
12: Who nearly drowned? I can swim. Jughead,
13: <laughs> be quiet.
12: Okay, okay.
13: Now, I've had enough of this, Aunt Pence. I am going to sleep, and I'm going to sleep right now. Is that clear?
12: Yes, Mr. Andrews. Yes, dear. Yes, Dad. Good
13: night. (laughs) Jughead, get those pants on and go home right now. Oh, I am, I am. Betty, I don't know what you came over here for, and I hate to be so abrupt, but you'll just have to come back tomorrow. All
12: right, Mr. Andrews, come on,
13: John. Okay, Betty, good night, everyone. Good night. Good Good night.
2: night.
13: All right, now, Mary, you'll scrub that floor in the morning.
2: Oh, but, Fred, I have to... No, buts
13: about it, dear. We're going to go to sleep right now, and that's final. The floor will wait. Yes, dear. All right. And, Archie, I want you to go straight to your room, get into bed, and stay there, you hear? Yes, Dad. I don't care whether your room is hot, cold, or indifferent. Go to sleep. Yes, Dad. All right. Good night. Good night, Dad.
2: Good night, Mom. Good night, Archie.
13: Oh, now, Mary, let's go to sleep. Yes, dear. Oh, turn out the light. Yes, dear.
2: Good night.
13: Mm, good night, dear.
2: <sighs> oh. <sighs>
13: Well, uh, Mary.
9: Yes,
13: dear? You know something?
2: Yes, dear?
13: I can't sleep. Is this room awfully warm?
2: Now, Fred Andrews, well, don't you I dare start, start you that room over warm, again. Hey, hey. I just the room was too warm, that's all. I can't sleep. I can't sleep.
11: news will be back in just a moment, but first, there's an old Irish legend that if you bury a bit of gold in the dark of the moon, the little folk will add more to it, and years later you can dig up a fortune. Well, that's just a story, but there is a way to make your money grow, and without depending on leprechauns. United States security bonds pay back four dollars for every three you put in, and in only ten years. Money invested in savings bonds today means security tomorrow. Don't trust in magic to make your dollars grow. Buy a bond today. When you own United States security bonds, you own a piece of your country's future. And now, back to the Andrews. It's an hour later, and after a few little difficulties with Mr. Andrews' opening and closing windows, everyone finally got to sleep.
2: Fred. Yeah. Fred, telephone's
13: ringing. Fred, answer that.
10: now, who can be calling up at this hour?
2: Archie, you going to answer that? Yes, Bob, I'll it. Oh, all right, dear. That's
10: a fine thing. Oh.
2: Hello,
10: Archie, this is Jughead. Jughead, what do you want?
12: Well, I just remembered that movie I thought you might want to go oh. see. I never told you the name of it.
10: Oh, great, Jughead. Did you call just for that? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, fine. All right, Jug. What's the name of it? The Big Sleep. Yes, Oh, no!
11: You've been listening to another chapter of The Adventures of Archie Andrews, written by Carl Zampel and based on the copyrighted feature appearing in Archie Comics magazine. Archie was played by Bob Hastings, Jughead by Harlan Stone. Mom and Dad Andrews are played by Alice Ureman and Arthur Cole. Veronica and Betty by Yvonne Mann and Rosemary Rice. This program is produced and directed by Kenneth McGregor. Listen next Saturday for more of the merry adventures of Archie Andrews. This is Bob
0: Sherry wishing you all a very pleasant weekend.
11: So long. Stay tuned for Meet the Meets, which will be heard immediately over most
0: of these stations. That was Archie from 1947, and now, going even further back in time, this is an early episode of The Aldrich Family, and it's one of the best.
11: The Aldrich Family, a special rebroadcast for you soldiers, sailors, and marines of the United
0: Nations.
1: American boys always grow up. They can't stop themselves. But no matter how important or how old they become, they always like to grow down to boyhood again and recapture their youth in the adventures of Henry Aldridge. The scene opens in the Aldrich kitchen on a Saturday morning.
7: Goodbye, Mother. So long. Henry Aldrich, where are you going? No place, Mother. No place. Just skating.
2: Skating, dear? You're leaving without doing what I asked you to do? Who, I, Mother? Henry, I told you I wanted you to take a package over to old Mrs. Proctor's before you did one thing today. On the first day of skating, and the whole gang's going to be down on the lake, Mother? I'm sorry, Henry, but you've got to take this fruitcake over to Mrs. Proctor. Even when Homer's waiting for me out on the front porch with the skates and everything? Here's the cake, dear. It's in a tin. And keep this side up. Gee, weren't you listening, Mother? Yes, dear. Now, please start.
4: Well, where are you going, Henry? Skating?
2: Father? Wonderful day for it. Now, Sam, I've just gotten through explaining to Henry it's going to be exactly as nice later on. Father, you, uh, you aren't by any chance going to drive over by Mrs. Proctor's today, are you?
4: Oh, I? No, sir. I have a very busy day scheduled.
2: Sam, you haven't forgotten you're going to that reception with me this afternoon, have you?
4: What reception, Alice?
2: Sam, I don't believe you ever hear one thing I say. I've mentioned it at every meal for the last week.
4: To me?
7: Oh, Henry. Yes,
2: Homer, I'm coming
7: Henry, you're tipping the fruitcake just as I knew you would Not very much, Mother I just wanted to have it at the right angle
2: as I went out the door
4: Alice, what reception are you talking about?
2: At the women's club at 4 o'clock
4: At the women's club?
2: Yes, dear And please go answer the telephone
4: At 4 o'clock? I can't possibly make it But, Sam! Hello
8: Hello, Sam This is Will Brown
4: Oh, yes, good morning, Will
8: Say, Sam, is everything all fixed?
4: You mean for this afternoon?
8: That's right, Sam
4: Well, I'll tell you, Will, I'm in sort of a jam here, I'm afraid.
8: Yeah? What's the trouble? Could you
4: call me again in just a few minutes, and when Alice answers the phone, you tell her how important our engagement is.
8: Why, Sam?
4: Well, frankly, I forgot there was a reception at the women's club.
8: And she's going to make you go?
4: Not if you handle it right, Will.
8: Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, Yeah, I'll tell her it's a case of life and death that we get together for a conference.
4: That's right, Will. That'll do it. (laughs)
7: Lake's just like glass. Oh, boy. Well... Hey, Henry, wait a second. Where are you going? I told you ten times, Homer. I've got to deliver this fruitcake. But gee was I thought you were going out on the lake with me. Oh, no, Homer. I walked a block out of my way so we could see how the ice looked. And now I've got to go over to Mrs. Proctor's. Henry, we're right here, aren't we? Why don't we put on our skates and go down the lake once before the crowd gets here? Now, Homer, don't tempt me. When I tell my mother I'll... I'll... Although I'll admit I might step out here just one step to see how smooth it is. Sure, Henry. And why don't you put your skates on? And no, Homer, I'm just going to walk out of ways. In the first place, Mrs. Proctor is waiting for this fruit cake. Gee, it isn't bad out here, is it? No, Henry, and boy, watch me slide. Look out, Homer, stand back. What are you going to do? I'm going to take just one long running slide and then beat it over to Mrs. Proctor. Oh, wait a second, I'll slide with you. Homer, I can't wait. Here I go. Whee! Hey.
9: Homer. Oh
4: boy, Henry, look out! Hey, Henry! Alice! Alice, where are you? I'm out
2: in the kitchen, Sam. The telephone's ringing. Do you have to answer
4: it? I can't. I've got to go downstairs
8: and look at the furnace.
2: But Sam, how do you know it isn't someone who wants to speak to you? Hello.
8: Hello. Is this Elm 303?
2: Yes. Oh, hello there,
8: Alice Aldrich. How are you?
2: Just fine. Is this Will Brown?
8: Yes. Well, this is a pleasant surprise.
2: Just a minute, Will, and I'll call Sam. Uh, No, Alice,
8: wait. You don't have to call him. You don't want to speak with him? I just want you to give him a message. All right. Tell him something pretty important has come up, and no matter what he plans to do, I've got to see him this afternoon.
2: Really? At what time? Well, uh, about four. Oh, but Will... Alice, can... I hope he hasn't
8: planned to do anything at four. There are some figures
2: I have to go over with him and... and. Well, if it's that important, why, naturally... Alice, that wasn't by any chance Will Brown, was it? Yes, Sam, he's still on here. Don't you want to speak to him?
4: Uh, what, uh what's he calling for?
2: He says you can't go to that reception. No? Here, dear, take the phone. I've got to go back to the kitchen.
8: Hello, Will. Hello, Sam. I fixed it for you. You don't say.
4: Well, Will, that's too bad.
8: Uh, now, listen, Sam. It's your turn to phone me. What do you mean? Call me back and do the same thing with my wife. It's that reception, Sam. She hooked me.
4: All right, Will. You can depend on me. I'll give that my immediate attention. Goodbye. Goodbye, Will, and thanks for calling. Alice. Yes,
2: Sam?
4: Alice, I'm certainly sorry about Will insisting I be with him this afternoon.
2: Just what kind of figures is it you have to go over?
4: Why, they're rather intricate figures, Alice. In fact, they're... Well, I've got to be going to the office.
2: Dear, you won't forget to stop off and leave those things at the tailor's, will you? I
4: won't. I've already got them out in the car. Hey, isn't somebody at our back door there?
2: Hello, Mrs. Aldrich. Why, hello there, Homer. I thought you were with Henry. Who,
7: me? Well, I'll tell you, I was with him, and, and then he asked me... I decided to come over here for something. Dear, Henry hasn't gone skating, has he? Skating? No. No, Henry didn't even put his skates on. <laughs> Uh, could I just step up to Henry's room for a second, sort of look around for something that I'd like to see whether I can find? You want to go up to his room? It's okay. Boy, I want to call somebody out the back door here. Oh, Charlie. What did she say, Homer? Did you talk her into it? Charlie. <laughs> say hello to Mrs. Aldrich. She's right here behind the door.
2: Oh, hello, Mrs. Aldrich. Good morning, Charlie. What is it you want? Why, well, I just... Well, you see, here's what happened. Uh, Come on,
7: Charlie. Mrs. Aldrich is very busy baking, and we don't want to bother her.
2: Okay. Now, don't make a mess up there, boys. Oh, no.
4: Alice, exactly what is it I'm supposed to tell the tailor?
2: Sam, everything of mine is to be dry cleaned. Yes. And Henry's suit and his two pairs of trousers are to be sponged and pressed. Fine. And tell him Henry would like at least his suit back by Monday, because he hasn't a thing up in his closet except what he's wearing. Very well. Are you leaving now?
4: Uh, No, not just yet.
7: I've got to put in one more phone call. Mrs.
2: Aldrich. Uh, Yes, Homer? Homer. Mrs.
7: Aldrich, does Henry... Does Henry still have the same room he's always had? Why, yes, Homer, of course. Is that right? Why do you ask? Oh, no reason. The closet, the whole thing seemed a little empty. Well, what is it you're looking for, dear? Nothing, Mrs. Aldrich. Oh, Charlie... Homer, was Henry going to meet you here? Why, no, not exactly. Uh, We were going to come here and, and then... He'll probably be at the lake when I get back. Hey, Homer, what's keeping you? Listen, Charlie, did you find anything? I found a sweater. What good will a sweater do? What Henry needs is a pair of trousers. Well, where are his trousers? That's what I don't understand. And listen, Charlie, you got to let me take your pants over to him. Oh, no, Homer. But, Charlie, don't you realize Henry's over at the lake? And all he's got to keep him warm is a fire? Come on, now, let me have
2: them. Oh, no, Homer, oh, no, I'll take your pants.
7: But, Charlie, don't you realize your pants are brown? They're the same color as Henry's. All he's got to do is put them on, and nobody will ever know he fell in.
2: Well, well, why don't you go over to your house and get him your brown pants?
7: Because my mother's looking for me, and if I go anywhere near my house, I'm sunk. Well, you can't have mine. But, Charlie, you look tired. You can get into Henry's bed and read a good book. Oh, no. Now, listen, Charlie. <laughs> Oh, hello, Henry. Hi. Oh, I didn't know you were down here at the lake, Henry. Come on out here and skate with me. Why, I tell you, Agnes, I can't right this minute. Why not? What are you doing behind that bush? Uh, why, nothing. Have you seen Homer? No, is he down here at the lake? Why, he was, and then he left to go on sort of a, an errand. Oh, gee whiz, have you seen Charlie Clark? No. Boy. Oh, my goodness, look at the hole in the ice. What? Has someone been fishing here? Fishing? Fishing? Say, Henry, have you got a fire there? Uh, listen, Agnes, just stay away from here. Just stay away. Why? Because, well, uh, this is my fire. My goodness. Oh, listen, do you see that house down at the end of the lake? Yeah. Well, could you run down there and ask to borrow a blanket? Why can't you go? Well, that's why I'm behind this bush. What? And, Agnes, while you're down there, ask if you could get, get anything I could fish with. What's that? Tell him I want to hook a
9: fruitcake. <laughs>
7: a lot, Charlie. And remember this, don't worry. Now
6: listen, Homer, how long are you going to leave me here?
7: I'll be back with Henry before you know it. Just stay in bed and enjoy that book.
6: Okay. And
7: don't call anybody. Okay. And listen, Charlie, do you want me to pull down the shade in case you want to take a nap? No, I don't. Just stay away from that shade and bring my pants back. Okay. Homer? Yes, Mrs. Aldrich? Are you still up in Henry's room? Wait, I was Mrs. Aldrich, but I'm not now. I'm coming downstairs. Could I speak to you out in the kitchen, please? Now? I'll be there just as soon as I... All I have to do is put something down here in the living room a second. Very well, but please hurry. Yes, ma'am, I'm coming. Here I am, Mrs.
2: Aldrich. Dear, I'm terribly sorry, but I'm going to have to ask you to run down to the store for me.
7: Now, Mrs. Aldrich? Yes, dear.
2: The only thing is, I, I... Dear,
7: all you have to do is run in and ask for a can of baking powder and run right back here. Yes, Mrs. Aldrich. Only first, I think I'll step in the living room a minute. Now, dear, please. I need the baking powder at once.
2: Right away? Yes. Here, I'll open the back door for you.
7: Okay, Mrs. Aldrich, and I'll be right back. Thank
2: you, dear. Homer, you don't have to run that fast. Alice? Uh, Yes, Sam?
4: Are these brown trousers of Henry's supposed to go to the tailor's, too?
2: Where did you find those?
4: On a chair in the living room.
2: My goodness, I thought Henry was wearing his brown trousers. Well, as long as you have them, you might as well tell the tailor to dry clean them. They've been needing it for a long time.
7: Hey, Henry, are you fishing? Henry, are you? Get away, Elwood. Stand back from this hole. What you fishing for, Henry? Henry, can't you answer me? Listen, Elwood, do you want to fall through this ice? You're too young to be around here. I am not. I want to see what you're fishing for. Oh, gee whiz, see that, Elwood? If you hadn't been bothering me, I would have had it. Oh. Now, just keep quiet. Oh. You would have had what, Henry? What you got a blanket around you for? There you go, Elwood. That's twice my darn fruitcake's gotten away from me. You're done what, Henry? Listen, Elwood, go on over the other side of the lake and see whether Homer Brown's coming. I can see from here he isn't. Henry, you got a bite, you got a bite. I know it. You think I'm blind? Want me to help you, Henry? Listen, will you step back? Boy, Henry, let me give you a hand Look out, Elwood Now listen, Elwood, there goes the fruitcake, gee whiz
4: Hello? Hello? Hello,
8: Will Brown speaking
4: Hello, Will, this is Sam Oh,
8: hello, Sam, where are you? I'm
4: at my office, Will, and I just phoned your house, see?
8: Yes Did you fix everything? Well, that's why
4: I'm calling you. Your wife balked.
8: She balked?
4: She says it's Saturday afternoon and you need to get away from your work... and she's taking you to that reception.
8: But, Sam, I've been counting on... I know how
4: you feel, Will. I don't blame you a bit.
8: Sam, you couldn't arrange to serve me a summons, could you?
4: A summons? No, the courthouse is closed. But I could send you a wire.
8: Say, that's an idea. And make it strong. I know what I can say. Good. And, Sam, when you send it, don't send it here to my office. Send it to my home... Then Elizabeth will be sure to open
4: it. I understand, and don't worry Will. I
7: won't. Goodbye. Goodbye.
4: <laughs> Hello?
7: Hello. Could I speak with Mr. Samuel Aldrich, please? This
4: is Mr. Aldrich. Oh. Who is this speaking?
7: Why, this is Homer. Who? Homer. Don't you remember Homer? I had breakfast at your house this morning.
4: Oh, Yes. Homer.
7: Uh, Mr. Aldrich, Mrs. Aldrich happened to mention that you took some clothes to the tailor when you left the house a little while ago.
4: Yes, what about them?
7: Well, why aren't they there?
4: What's that?
7: I've just been over to the tailors, and he doesn't know anything about them. Of
4: course he doesn't. If Mrs. Aldrich is worried about them, tell her they're in my car, and I'm going to take them in a few minutes.
7: Oh. Well, do you know where your car is?
4: You mean it's been stolen?
7: It has. With Charlie's... With Charlie's?
4: Homer, I can see my car from my window here. It's parked right there on Main Street. It
7: is on Main Street? Yes,
4: of course. Right in front of the barbershop.
7: Oh, then I guess it isn't stolen. Goodbye. Oh, gee whiz. Now, wait a second there, young fella. Oh, boy. Are you speaking to me?
4: Is this your car? Why,
7: yes, sir. No, sir. I'm just looking through it. That's
4: what I thought. What's your name?
7: My name? You
1: think I haven't been watching you? You even tried to get into the trunk.
7: Yes, sir. I'm looking for something. Yeah? Look, a friend of mine dropped a fruitcake, see? I mean, first I borrowed another guy's pants, see? And
1: this is his car? Yes,
7: sir. No, sir. It's Mr. Aldrich's car. Mr. Aldrich's? Yes, sir. It was his wife who baked the fruitcake.
13: Oh, so it's a fruitcake you're looking for.
7: Yes, sir. He's taking it to the cleaners, see? Now, wait
4: a minute. What's your name?
7: Don't you understand? Charlie's pants. They're holding everything up.
1: getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. Henry, while supposedly delivering a fruitcake for his mother, has fallen through the ice on the lake. Now, while he's waiting for someone to bring him a pair of dry trousers, the scene opens with Homer returning to Charlie, whose trousers he had borrowed.
7: Charlie. Oh. Hey, Charlie, wake up. Oh. Now listen, Homer, where are my pants? Not so loud, Charlie. Do you want Mrs. Aldrich to hear you?
6: Mrs. Aldrich isn't here. I heard her go out. Who is here? Nobody's here. I've been alone here all day.
7: Well, what do you mean, all day? It's hardly three o'clock. Well, I haven't had any lunch. And I want my pants. Well, that's what I came over to tell you about, Charlie. Where are they? They're being cleaned.
9: <laughs> I think.
7: They're what? Well, the cleaner promised me definitely it'd have them back on Monday. And I've got to stay here until then without anything to eat? Oh, no. Charlie, take your hands off me. No, I won't. I'm going to get out of here. How? I'm going to take your pants. Now, watch oh, out. Quick, Charlie. Oh. Hey, Charlie, get off me. No, I won't. Don't let go of my ear. Don't let go of my pants. Well, hold your foot up. You make me... Now, listen, Charlie, stop dragging me across the floor. Let go. Let go yourself. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now look what you've done. You tore my pants right in two. Well, why didn't you let go of them? Well, this is a swell thing to do to a guy. Look at me. Can't we sew them back together? Sure, sure. How are we going to sew them together? I've got one leg on, and you've got the other in your hands. <laughs>
8: Sam, I certainly want to thank you for fixing everything up with Elizabeth. No trouble at all, Will. When she got that telegram. Uh, now wait a minute, Sam. That's trouble. Let's go this way instead. Let's hurry too. Whom do you see, Will? I think that was your wife up the street, Alice. She must be on
4: the way to that reception.
8: Uh, nothing to worry about, Sam. She didn't see us.
7: What's that?
4: It's Agnes Lawson. Hello. Oh yes. Hello there. Where are you going in such a rush? Well,
7: I'm going home to get something for for. Boy, am
9: I in a hurry! Boy,
7: boy of all. Listen, Homer. Get off that bed. It's my turn to lie down for a while. <laughs> What's wrong with that chair you're sitting on? It's hard. I'm tired. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The next time I do something to try to help you out, Charlie, don't think you know more than anybody else that ever lived. Hey, is anybody in there? Gee whiz, who's that? It's Elwood, fellas. Is it all right to come in? Oh, hello, Elwood. Where'd you come from? Listen, Henry wants to know where you are. Does Henry want to see me? Sure, Homer. What you lying down for, you sick? I'm getting up. Say, come here a minute, Elwood. Come here a minute. What for? I just want to see something. Listen, Homer, he's got knee pants on. Well, they're better than nothing. What do you mean by that, Homer? Um, Nothing, Elwood, nothing. Just come here to Homer. What for? Elwood, I'm not going to hit you. Come here. Come here. (laughs) Do they fit you, Henry? Well, they cover me, but don't come near this bush again. I'm not coming near it. They fit me, but just how big is your father? Well, he used to be center on the Yale football team. He did? Yes, but he's put on a little weight since then. There. Now I guess I have them on all right. My goodness. What's the matter? (laughs) Henry, you're just a sight. Boy. Hey, Henry. She was, who's that? Here they are, Henry, here they are. Listen, Homer, where have you been? I've been trying to get you these pants, and boy, here, put them on. Homer, I've got a pair of pants on. You have? Are those pants? Sure. They're Agnes' fathers. Agnes's who? My father's. Oh. Well, Henry, don't you want Elwood's? Elwood? How'd you get Elwood? I just borrowed them. And then went over to Charlie's and got a pair for myself. And here are yours. Homer, I certainly hope you don't think I want to wear knee pants, do you? Oh, well, why why shouldn't you? I wore them right out in public all the way over to Charlie's house. Henry? Isn't that your father over there? Where, Agnes? Where's my father? Right out there on the lake. Look at him skate. Oh, boy. Stand in front of me. Gee whiz, is that my father with him? Yes, yeah, sure. They certainly are doing some fancy figure skating. Homer, won't you please stand in front of me? No! Oh! Agnes, what's the matter? There Mr. Albert? He just fell in. He did? My father fell in? Oh, boy, Henry. Oh, boy. Look out. Homer, where are you going? Oh, what do you think? To your father. I'm going to take him Elwood's pants. <laughs>
8: see through the window, Will? Yes, I'm looking. Is it all right to go in? Is the coast clear? Come on, Sam. Your wife isn't in the front of the house anywhere. Are you sure? Alice! Alice Aldrich! Will, don't do that! (sighs) It's all right. You don't look so bad in those pants, Sam. They just look like a skating costume.
4: Just the same, Will. I don't want her to see me. Look, I'm going upstairs to take a hot bath.
8: Okay. And as a matter of fact, I think I'll be pulling out.
2: Sam!
4: Will, is that Alice?
2: Uh, Goodbye, Sam!
4: Yes, Alice? Was
2: that you that just came in the front door?
4: Why, uh, uh, yes. Yes, that was I.
2: Well, come on out here to the kitchen a minute. Why, I can't
4: right now, Alice.
2: Sam, I want you to come out here and help me with something.
4: Very well. I'm coming.
2: Do you please hurry?
4: Yes, Alice. I'm right here on the other side of the door.
2: Why don't you come all the way in?
4: Well, I would, Alice, only I was afraid I'd bother you.
2: Sam, I'm peeling these onions and I can't see a thing. Step over to the range, will you, please, and see whether I turn that back burner off?
4: Now, Alice?
2: Yes, dear, of course, now. Did you get all your figuring done?
4: Why, we went over a few figures. And then something else came up. But that is, yes, you might say we got them done.
2: My goodness, but these onions make my eyes water.
4: You mean you can't see anything, Alice? Not anything at all?
2: No, dear, where are you?
4: I'm sort of around here behind you.
2: I suppose I'll have to keep on peeling these or I'll never get them done. And incidentally, Henry is upstairs.
4: He's upstairs?
2: Yes, he came in just a few minutes ago and he's taking a hot bath.
4: Well, that's fine.
2: And after dinner, Sam, I want you to have a talk with him. Yeah? He started off this morning to deliver a fruitcake and he distinctly disobeyed me and went skating and fell in the lake. Uh, yeah? Sam, you don't seem a bit concerned.
4: Why, I am too concerned, Alice. I was just going to say falling in the lake. I
2: also wish you'd have a talk with Henry about Homer.
4: About Homer? Yes,
2: Sam. Elwood Hazard's mother phoned a little while ago and said that Homer had knocked Elwood down today, stolen his trousers from him, and locked him up in a, some room someplace.
4: What did he do that for? Oh,
2: I don't know. And now Mrs. Hazard is going out all around town trying to find the poor boy's pants.
4: Elwood Hazard?
2: Yes, Sam, and he's only a little fellow in knee pants.
9: <clears throat>
2: well,
4: Alice, I think I'll be going upstairs and get dressed.
2: Don't be late for dinner, Sam. You will speak to Henry, won't you? Yes, Yes,
4: Alice. And if Mrs. Hazard phones again about Elwood's past, tell her not to worry. I'll try to get to the bottom of them.
2: Henry, did you take part of this morning's paper? Who I, Mother? Yes, dear. There was a picture in it of some man who fell into the lake yesterday. And it was the funniest thing. It looked exactly like your father.
7: Is that right? Yes,
2: dear, and I wanted to show it to him.
7: Do you know where it is? Well, to tell the truth, Mother, uh, Father and I were lighting a fire in the living room a little while ago, and I guess we must have burned it.
1: This rebroadcast of the Aldrich family is a presentation of the Armed Forces Radio
9: Service.
0: Oh boy, what a fun episode of the Aldrich family. Thanks for listening. I'm John Henderson. If you'd like to contact me, you can email jackbennypodcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at thisdaybenny.